Hi again, everyone. Welcome back to the Leverage 10 podcast, where we answer your top leverage questions. I'm your host, Kayla Dobson, and with me are the usual suspects. Chris Downey, executive producer. John Rogers, executive producer. This week, we're answering questions about episode 416, The Gold Job. And right off the bat, we have a very pressing question. Yesenia asks, where did you guys get those donuts that Parker was eating? Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts, uh, which is, it's funny, I was up prepping um, the finale, and they had the Voodoo Donuts out for that scene, and I was out with Todd Stashwick one night, Mm -hmm. and he said, we got to go grab some. And I said, there's no way they're possibly as good as everyone says they are. And I waited in line, and I got donuts. I'm like, yes, they are absolutely as good as everyone says they are. Yeah. It's incredible. They're yeah. incredible donuts. If you guys are ever in Portland, Oregon, that is and a... It, the line looks a, long, by the way. It moves quick. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, go to the website and know what you want. Yeah. And I, they, have, they have very unusual donuts. They have donuts with bacon. They, they have donuts nice. with Fruit Loops on it. I actually yeah. had one of the donuts with Fruit Loops on it. Yeah. It was, nice. it was great. It was really... It's a really great place. Well, and to follow up on that, Cat 7 asks... How much of the donut scenes between Parker, Elliot, and Hardison were improvised? It was almost all of it. I think it was, right? <laughs> I mean, I talked with yeah. them afterwards, and I think they had a, a general idea. I, I think they followed improv rules. It's like, you have a donut, and I want it. Yes, that was basic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and is always yes, a and. crucial thing, yeah. Well, the next question kind of gets us into um, exploring Hardison's role in this episode, since a lot of it had to deal with him. Kylie asks, how would you describe the nature of Sophie and Hardison's relationship? It's something we don't see too much of as opposed to the other characters. It's kind of a fun relationship, actually. Um, I, I, usually when, uh, when I do mind directing, I like putting the two of them together because they have a really interesting... Uh, Aldous and Gina actually have an interesting relationship and it comes across in the characters. It is probably the most respectful of the crew mm-hmm. without necessarily being the warmest of the crew. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's an interesting thing because they are two people. Uh, when you see them in the van, and she's like, "I don't get what you do at all." Like she really, she gets what she understands. He's important to the crew, but it's just so outside of realm of expertise. Ironically, she appreciates what he does probably more than almost anybody else. Right, and uh, so, so occasionally, like when he veers into her sphere, she can be very supportive. I mean, there's the shot in Shahrazad job where she's the one, you know, kind of giving him the you-can-do-it look from, from above. And that's one where he's now in the world of classical music and something and, and that she knows And also, like, uh, in Inside Job, where he, she explains to him how you make an entrance. Yeah, drifter, exactly. You know, or, and yeah, there's, there's always, uh, you know, I think she likes teaching. I think the character, Sophie, likes these, dropping these little dolls of wisdom, and uh, Hardison actually listens. And comprehends and internalizes, as opposed to Parker, who just listens mm-hmm. and does what she tells her, and then it goes away immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aldous couldn't actually be here with us this week, but he did answer some questions via email. So I'm going to read this question, one of you guys can answer for him. Uh, Lily asks, how much of Hardison's desire to be the puppet master is him actually wanting to be in charge, as opposed to him wanting Nate to think he's capable of being in charge? Uh, these are actually, all these responses are from, are from Aldous, yes. by the way. This is not us. <laughs> Uh, he actually emailed us, and, and let me read this. This is all this. I think he rules the world in his mind and doesn't need anyone's dadgum dadgum approval. He typed dadgum <laughs> approval, and I, by and I believe that went through spell check. Yeah, dadgum is two G's <laughs> for those of you uh, with a U. Uh, he likes to make other people feel important enough that he values their opinions. Uh, Gur down with the man, down with the system. Fuck living up to everyone's <laughs> expectation. Anarchy. Yeah, I should have let you guys answer that one. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. It, wow, he wow, he's in a weird mood when he's not here. Um, he, he wants to run a crew. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and this was his first shot at it. I mean, you know, and like he, that speech at the beginning is very sincere. This is not a dangerous one, you know, so let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me have my shot. When following up on that, Candy Mays asks, regarding Hardison's Con, I loved a player names and avatars. Whose idea, and will we be seeing them again? Uh, that was all Joe once we did the, um, uh, once we did the game format. I think, well, did, did Mark Roskin, the director, have something to do? I think maybe Oh, he did the avatars. He did but, the avatars. But um, uh, Joe wrote the names. Yes. And, and then I Mark worked with the... I think Mark said, the, let's, let's animate them yes. so we could see them. Well, and only Mr. Punchy is animated. Oh, right, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, so that was that was a joint effort on behalf of our, yeah. our crack director. I don't think we'll be seeing that those again unless Hardison runs again. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. When about Mr. Punchy, Velvet Rose asks, when can we get him on a T-shirt? Uh, yeah, when can we get Velvet Rose on a T-shirt? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that, that uh, yeah, we're actually trying to get one, right? We're trying to put those together. We're trying to put Mr. Are we? Punchy on oh, a T-shirt. Good. Yes, we we're, are. And we're he, we're we are here with our marketing brand. department right we're, now. We're expanding our brand. Our head of our marketing uh, wing is nodding her head. There you go. Well, make sure uh, you grifters check out goldlabel.com. That's where that merch will be ready once it's available. Um, and moving along to more Hardison questions, James asks, if Hardison gets his own team one day and Nate keeps his team, which team would Parker and Elliot choose to be a part of, since obviously Sophie would stay with Nate? Don't assume Sophie would stay with Nate. Yeah, I know. That's an interesting, that's an okay. interesting maybe, assumption. Maybe, maybe we should uh, have them split up in two different softball teams. Just to see Just to try it out, and then we can, you know, and, and it would all have been a giant ruse to yeah, see who they would You know what? I think, I think crime crews are like writing staffs. <laughs> like, eventually, that, there's never the same staff that you leave, and then, right. you, know, you know what I mean? They evolve. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's someday... You know, no writer will ever have to choose when you're on your next show and I'm on my next right, show, right. and like you know. Right. You don't know if you need a joke guy. Yeah, you need yeah, plot, a guy. plot guy. You yeah. know. Uh, also, I think it's unusual for crews to be this uh, in crime world. They've actually established unusual for crews to be uh, this um, not structured. You know, what I mean, this, stable. This stable, this stable and, 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 yeah, and, and long-lasting. And long-lasting. Yeah. Well, we've got another bonus Hardison question that Aldous answered. Susan asks, we didn't get to see what Nate wrote to Hardison on the eval form. How did you play that for your character? Uh, okay, you go ahead. Sure, I'll do this one. Uh, his answer is, well, I played it honestly because Nate wrote, and I quote, quote, Hardison, you are the bestest ever. That's B-E-S-T-E-S-T. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone lead with so much gravitas and moxie. You are the bee's knees, the business, not the business, no. but the business. Can I be like you when I grow up? Oh man, I wish I was cool, super smart black guy. End quote. Wow, <laughs> I did, it didn't seem like he was writing for that long. No, it really didn't. seems like there I wasn't guess, quite that much time. Maybe on there that. was a break between uh, when they were moving the lights. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I guess I guess there it is. There it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on. Uh, Una Not O'Neill asks: Is it possible for a nice guy to be a crew leader? No. No, it's like showrunning. You have to be. You have to have yeah, an edge of cruelty. Yeah, exactly. You have to be able to. to, to you must put the show first, and you must put the con first. Una, not O'Neill. So that was Eugene O'Neill's wife, Una O'Neill. No, I don't. But I, she's. But she wants to distinguish herself. I don't. From people you, in the I, online I, world. Wait, are you thinking that Eugene O'Neill's <laughs> wife is watching Leverage and and and, and texting and emailing? I'm, well, I'm saying she felt the need to distinguish herself from uh, Una O'Neill. To say Una, not O'Neill, and then I mean, wait—is it was that his d- wife or his daughter? Do- Who married know. Chaplin? Uh, Una, that was Una O'Neill, right? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Una not O'Neill. That's <laughs> that's my favorite yeah, uh, handle you know, so far. I think that it was it was fun um, writing because uh, this this one a lot of the stuff about the sort of past about Nate was a it was a group effort in the room where we talked a lot. About, there are two big room bits where we talked about what, how Nate had changed, and also because we have about three real game geeks in the room, and so explaining the frustration boredom curve. Was, yeah. a, was a really fun day to the non-gamers. Especially for me. You was, were like, this is my, my life. This is the key to my life. Never, I, never had, my, had my life been explained to me in a chart. <laughs> and for those of you who read the gamification <laughs> stuff, it's the flow chart. It's the, it's, the, it's the bit where flow is in the middle between boredom and, and frustration. Yeah. Uh, you, you walk the line. You, that's your constant quest. It explains quest. that, I'm, on a, that I'm in my third career. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but you have to, you have to, you know, Nate's quite right. You have to, you can't look at ugliness and look at vulnerabilities of people. Look, I don't think I have the same worldview after writing my goofy little con show after four years. Right, that's you true. Can, you, you and I have been friends a long time. You can yeah, tell I, I, I definitely am a, at least have a much darker worldview yeah. after this. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I didn't start light. And actually, <laughs> off that, off that, that, that um, the speech he makes to Harson about how what this job does, how it changes you, will resonate in season five. I don't oh, think absolutely. I'm, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm giving a, a too much away to say that that will be a kind of a jumping off point in season yeah, five. Yeah, season five is the ramifications of Nate realizing what he's becoming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, getting back into the questions, was the last scene a glimpse of how Nate was with Sam? And, of course, that was some great acting by Tim Hutton and Aldous That was a great scene. I love yeah, that Yeah, it was scene. great. It was nice and quiet and settled. And, um, no, Sam was younger. Sam was yeah. a different, you know, you have a different relationship with everybody. Mm -hmm. I think it was the potential of what he could have been with him. Okay. Um, you know, but that's no, that's a different, that's a, that's a different vibe. And was that from Zelda, not Fitzgerald? <laughs> question. Yes, exactly. That, no, exactly. Um, that was it. Was we're just gonna have nineteen twenty famous woman from the nineteen twenties for for five hundred, Alex. Gertrude not Stein. Nine, Gertrude not Stein. Uh, Emily not Han. <laughs> Our next question is another Aldous bonus question. Okay. Uh, Lana asks: In the experimental job, we see Hardison in college. And here we see Hardison leading a crew, but neither route seems right for him. Do you think Hardison will eventually need to lose a bit of himself to really shine? Uh, I'll, I'll read this one. This is Aldous. You always have to push your past your comfort zone to confront and expose your true potential in anything you do. I think Hardison will be well suited as a leader because something he wants to do, he's just working out the kinks right now. It's interesting that the one he doesn't joke about is actually all of, also about Aldous. Yes, yeah, true. Is that is true. Aldous is constantly like, oh, that looks impossible. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. Remember when he texted me like he was flying a plane? Yeah. That was so annoying. Don't do that. When you're an actor, uh, and yes, I, I literally got a text like, look at me, I'm flying a plane. And I texted back, that's not covered under your insurance. Get out of the goddamn plane too late i'm in midair yeah um he, he's you know he designs watches he, he does like, he really he, he writes push, he's he is he, he is a true himself. renaissance man yeah. and it's true he he is always looking for ways to challenge himself i i i find it very inspiring and, and, and no all joking aside yeah when i'm around him because he's always looking to try new things yeah yeah when i try to do new things you, you say i have i lack resolve <laughs> and i'm a jack of all trades and master of none like why is aldous inspiring and i'm like I'm, I'm like whimsical he's just so cool oh, he's just <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right that's good to know all right good that's fine that's the next time i spend like six months learning some Wait, new obscure no, that's not true I'm no, always, no, that's true you i'm do, always kicking it to you for for the do yourself a favor yeah, that portion is of the true. podcast that is true some weird bit of information i picked up in my in my life um uh, yeah, that's uh, you know what maybe Aldous is, maybe pardon me Aldous uh, maybe Hardison isn't cut out to lead a crew. I mean, it really does require a a a lack of morality 
or an ability well, to access your own lack of morality that maybe well, he, he's not engineered. Well, we for. always kind of liken it to uh, the scene in every submarine movie where the captain has to seal off the bilge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you might just have to slam the you might have to slam the, the door and spin that wheel while some dude on the other side is like, no, we have time, open up, and you're like, no, yeah. we don't have time, yeah. we don't have time, dude. It's, it's being a sub captain. Yeah, That's kinda exactly. How we and it you too. can't no, not everybody can be Ed Harris with the lug nut ring that saves him when the door closes. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, sometimes you're just out of luck. That's you know, without that lug nut ring, there's Ed Harris floating in the water, and there's a severed finger on the other side of the bulkhead. Right, exactly. By the way, The Abyss, great movie. Oh, that great is script. great. Really great script. Didn't Matthew McConaughey, he sent a guy in, uh, he sent the, sh the short guy, who was the only one who could pull the, uh, who could pull what the... What movie the is this? You, uh, you 571. Uh, the one where they recover the Enigma? Yeah, the Enigma something boat? like yeah, that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to send a short guy into the yes, into the, into the, into the sun. That's right, and maybe Hardison isn't quite cut out for that. Yeah. Well, moving on from submarines to season five, <laughs> Allie One asks. She's so she's it's seamless. <laughs> it is. I, I do is, great she's, transitions. She does. Allie One asks, does this visit to Portland play into how the team ends up there next season? Uh, not really. It's just nice that people have seen the city. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's like you know. Remember, I don't think there'll be a moment like remember those donuts. Man, I love moving <laughs> here for those donuts. Well, um, but it did. I think it, in a, in a way inspire us because well, we had so much fun to, using Portland for Portland. Yeah. I mean, usually we have to shoot around wide shots. We right. can't show the city uh, except when you're looking at buildings that could be anywhere else. And that scene on the bridge was great to do. Yeah, it was. And the ability to kind of just, uh, you know, embrace some of the really cool, because Portland's a really old city. Most people don't know that. It's one of the older cities on the West Coast. It's oh, got okay. a really great mix of architecture. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, uh, the season finale is set in um, San Lorenzo. Those cobblestone streets, those are in Portland. Those oh, are wow. down by, yeah, those are down by the water. So, you know, all there's all this weird mix of architecture there. It's a... Uh, you know, keep Portland, keep Portland weird. Yep. Yeah, it's a funky place. Well, our last question comes from Raksha, and she asks, you've said before that we see only one Wait, out of and every... By the way, this is how big a geek I am. If her <laughs> name was Rakshasha, I would make a joke about how her paws were backwards. That's how... <laughs> it's, I was going to say, is there a Rakshaka not... No, no, it's, I'm making awesome. a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> joke. It's really okay. sad. <laughs> well, the question is, you said before that we only see about one out of every three jobs the crew pulls. They've managed to pull this one off by the skin of their teeth, but th have they ever just straight out lost before? Do you think they're ever going? Do you think you're ever going to do an episode where this happens? I don't think we'll ever see that episode. Well, uh, you know, we may see them lose, but there'll be some some victory well, that they'll take from it. Well, you know I, what I mean? It's I mean, interesting because it's it's like part of the thing of talking about about TV shows where audiences they get more sophisticated and they live with a show longer. They want to see a wider range of stuff. And I want to see the show challenge it. And at the same time, you've entered into a contract with someone who's like sat down with their popcorn and they've t mm. leverage and they're like, I'm going to watch Leverage punch a rich guy in the neck this mm. week. That's all I want. All I want is like my hour of banter and like, you know, bromance. That's what I want. <laughs> and it's like, what, they lost? Well, that, right. there goes my hour. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and, and there's people who, the trick being that you're trying to make the show for a whole range of people with different tastes. And we're going to default to making the the 4.59999 million people happy mm. and will occasionally disappoint the you know the 10,000 people who would like to see them like you know have the breaking bad episode mm -hmm. yeah oh no i don't think we'd ever we would never go dark like that i guess i guess my thought was that we may see a time when the main objectives of the con are not achieved but there's some victory they take yeah, from it. Yeah, that, but that's still a victory. Yeah, I guess yeah, victory. This person's talking about, will they just lose? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, will they ever face the Kobayashi Maru of Griff? <laughs> <laughs>
Nice. Yeah, and that's it's Sterling actually is the Kobayashi. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, keep sending us your questions either on Twitter with the hashtag Leverage10Podcast or you can comment on the Leverage Facebook page. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week for the FNAF, part one of the finale. Part one of the finale. Great. Lots of stuff blows up. Don't forget, Grifters, you can download all of your favorite Leverage episodes with a season pass on the iTunes store.